This podcast is brought to you by Cohen Tire. Fresh off a big win in Baltimore last week, the Steelers come home with a little bit of momentum after winning their first game in M&T Bank Stadium since 2012. Of course, they had to regain that momentum after losing in Chicago two weeks ago, but they're 3-1 and one right now, having played three of their first uh, four games on the road. That's not a bad spot to be at right now if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers. They'll host a Jaguars team that's uh, basically making its third consecutive road trip. The Jaguars, of course, played uh, two weeks ago uh, the Ravens in London. Jacksonville was the home team in that game, but of course both teams had to travel. Then last week uh, they had to go to visit the uh, New York Jets. They lost that game 23-20. Looked like they had some tired legs, and so we'll see if the uh, the Jaguars have gotten their legs back under them, or if they're still struggling a little bit with this their third consecutive road trip. Uh, the the uh, Jaguars have long been a thorn in the side of the Steelers. Uh, you f- remember this is a team that that uh, came in the league as an expansion team. They were in the Steelers division at the time, and uh, the series is tied 11-11. Uh, surprisingly enough, uh, Jacksonville uh, was one of those uh, franchises that uh, uh, came into into the league, and in, 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 uh, along with the Carolina Panthers, and both of those teams had early success and kind of changed the format uh, after that uh, of, with how the uh, the NFL uh, allocated players for those expansion teams that of course hurt hurt the Houston Texans and Cleveland Browns but the Jaguars were good right away and they gave the Steelers fits the Steelers have won three of the past uh, the past three games against Jacksonville but they've been tough uh, you think about the the last game in Pittsburgh was a 17-13 Pittsburgh win back in 2011 they played down in Jacksonville in 2014 that was a 17-9 Steelers win these Jaguars have a way of kind of uh, slowing things down against the Steelers and that will be their uh, their what they're going to try to do in this game as well they're going to run the ball a lot uh, you're going to see a lot of Leonard Fournette and Chris Ivory in this game the Jaguars really don't try to throw the football down the field very much uh, Alan Hearns their leading receiver has 16 catches Marquise Lee their number two receiver uh, has 13 and then uh, you know after that it's it's just a bunch of guys with a catch or two really uh, so they're not going to, be going to test the Steelers they're going to line the ball up uh, put a fullback out there put a couple of tight ends on the field and try to run the football uh, the Steelers Steelers uh, are going to be uh, tested by Jacksonville's defense, no doubt. Uh, with A.J. Bouye and Jalen Ramsey, the, the Jaguars have two very good uh, cornerbacks. They uh, they lead the uh, NFL in pass defense right now. It's going to be interesting to see what uh, what they do with that. Um, see if they have uh, Ramsey try to follow Antonio Brown all over the field and, and, and match Bouye up on the uh, on Martavis Bryant, or you know, they could uh, they could just play it straight up. Uh, both of those guys uh, are, are very good cornerbacks, and uh, Jacksonville giving up just 147 yards passing per game. The Steelers should do better than that against them at home, where Ben Roethlisberger has been a much better quarterback over the years, uh, at least especially the last few years, than he has been on the road. Uh, of course, Roethlisberger has gone 10 consecutive games without throwing for 300 yards in a game. I don't expect that uh, that streak to end anytime soon, uh, especially this week. This is, again, a tough tough matchup, and the Steelers are going to attack that Jacksonville defense, which gives up 166 yards rushing per game. You can bet Le'Veon Bell 
Uh, he had the 35 carries for 144 yards last week in Baltimore. Uh, he may approach that 35 carry mark again in this one. Uh, this game could be over by, oh, I don't know, 330 because both teams are going to come out and try to run the football. Uh, we'll see how that works out. Steelers uh, relatively healthy heading into this game. Uh, should have their entire defense, the starting defense on the field for the first time this year. Uh, Mike Mitchell sat the game out last week with a hamstring injury. He's going to be back. Everybody else is healthy as well. Uh, so we're going to get a good chance to see what this defense looks like altogether. Uh, the Steelers have played great defense thus far, giving up uh, just under 15 points per game in their first four games. And uh, don't figure to be tested a lot in the passing game by Jacksonville. Uh, Blake Bortles, uh, Jacksonville's quarterback, completing just 54% of his passes right now. He does have seven touchdowns and three interceptions, but four of those touchdown passes came two weeks ago against the Ravens. And uh, so he's kind of been a little iffy since then. He hasn't been sacked much, though. He's, he's only been sacked three times thus far this season. The Jaguars, of course, lead the NFL with 18 sacks. The Steelers are second with 15, so that bears some, that's something that bears watching in this game. Uh, we'll see uh, you know, if either a team can, can get some pressure on the opposing quarterback or if the offensive lines are up to this. I think the Steelers have the edge on the offensive line, but if Jacksonville is able to establish that running game, uh, you know, that could open things up for Bortles a little bit downfield. Of course, the big news this past week for the Steelers was the, uh, was the Antonio Brown blow up. I think a, a lot was made of that. Uh, probably too much. I don't think it was as big a deal uh, outside the locker room, uh, or inside the locker room, I should say, as it was outside the locker room. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, there, there's no rift between Ben Roethlisberger and Martavis, or, uh, Antonio Brown. Um, they've kissed and made up. There's no big deal there. It's not uh, not the end of the world. Uh, guys lose their temper on the sidelines. The only thing I had a problem with was Antonio Brown kind of putting his hands on Todd Haley uh, when Haley came over and tried to uh, calm him down a little bit. Uh, but you know, everybody will get over that. It's it's not the end of the world, and and uh, you should you should see. Uh, it's not like Ben Roethlisberger is not going to throw the football to Antonio Brown. That's not going to happen. Uh, the Steelers are eight-point favorites in this game. Uh, that's a big number, uh, you know, especially against a, a very good defense. We'll see if the Steelers can cover that. I think they do. I'm going to take the Steelers to win this game, 23 to 13. I'm Dale Lally, and that was your Observer Reporter Pittsburgh Steelers podcast.